it is time for Mindset Monday portion of the summer series. And it is 35 minutes, 35 minutes past the hour. And of course, this power hour of mental health and Mindset Monday is presented by Paradigm Shift Marathon of the Mindset, the phenomenal book by Coach Jarvis Jordan. You definitely want to get that book on Amazon. There's a QR code on a flyer, or you can hit the Amazon link and find it on Amazon there. Now, let's get into the Mindset Monday portion with Coach Isaac Abraham Wilson. And Isaac Abraham is a motivation enthusiast, Philadelphia native, G-Town, Germantown. Yeah, I have to say it like that because guess what? I grew up in that area, Germantown. Shout out out to Shelton Avenue. I'll, I'll say that. But anyway, he has a passion for assisting individuals with their personal development and real estate goals. Uh, Not only is he a realtor, but on top of that, he has his own Philadelphia-based motivation lifestyle company called Motivational Healer Lifestyle Brand Incorporated, where he focuses on assisting individuals with increasing their personal potential and attractiveness. So he stays consistent and focused on completing a goal by all means necessary. All right. So with that, He's, he's been in the game for a long time. He stepped into this life coaching mindset roughly 15 years ago, and he's still continuing to do that now, serving the purpose inside Mindset Monday Summer Series. I give you Coach Isaac. Good morning. Oh, man, that was a great introduction. I feel so good. <laughs> As well you should. You said you wake up with a smile every day, which is the scientific proof of it all, right? Absolutely. Like, I'm, I'm completely happy today. I went through so many steps to, like, fix myself. And um, I, I have some things that I know can help people. But let me say this. You said showing that. That's in Germantown. That's actually, like, maybe five minutes away from where I live, like, where I grew up at. Nice. Yeah, Shelton Avenue. Yeah. So, but um, in terms of, you know, um, you know, it, it, I'm going to say, I'm going to start like this. You know, I enjoy, like, motivating people. I enjoy the fact that. I can offer um, advice. I can offer direction to individuals in different cultures. I've met thousands of people over the years, and uh, see, and, and you, you know, uh, you know, the, the 15 years is roughly 20 now today because I started working in this industry, behavioral health, mental health, human services, around when I was maybe 19, 20. Um, wow. I'm closer to 40 now, so. I have years in in understanding people and relationships, and I kind of did my own little uh, research over the last, you know, my field research, so to speak. Um, it taught me a lot, and I just tripped into the industry because I needed a job. I was working here, working here. I was a cook, this, that, and the third, and I started, I landed in this field. I started working at a house, and from there, it was like, wow, this is enlightening. This This is really a different... Uh, mindset for me. It was like more on the side of psychology. I think that I kind of cling to that. And what I realized over the years is several things that I put together for myself. And also it helped myself. And this is how I was able to develop a company or even have this mindset for working in this field. It made me like a life coach um, indirectly. So I I got a couple of things that may help some people. So one thing I can definitely say that a person has to do initially, like to actually 
increase in personal potential and attractiveness because everybody wants to be uh, uh, respected and loved and given confidence and you know by the community and everybody wants to be a part of something but you have to increase you have to put yourself in a position mentally from a mindset mindset standpoint to increase you mm-hmm. have to want it first of all you have to take control of your life that's first right first and foremost take control of your life and i mean that take it by the airs like pull it back in because a lot of times our lives are so financially in disarray a lot of times we're not on point with finances that's first so when you don't have finances rolling through no cash flow you don't know what your expenses are you don't know what your income really is for the for the month or for the year you don't really have an income right. that's when those levels of stress begins to kick in and things become to be so chaotic you start having chaotic outcomes chaotic relationships you know uh, over the years and then it's five years later ten years later and you never get back on track and it's like what's happening what's going on with my life you have to take control of your life you have to take control of the chaotic outcomes that's been happening to you whoever's whoever wherever you're at black white asian hispanic we all go through some of the similar outcomes especially when we grow up in environments where we were taught ideologies from you know and indoctrinations from different parents and fears that they pull that they put in the minds of kids and we got to understand we have to increase and the only way we can increase first now as adults because we can't go back 15 20 years right and say well you know when i was 12 when i was 11 this and that okay okay you couldn't control it now where you're at now you're able to control everything so you have to take control of it and you have to be happy while you're doing it see happiness is the major part of success being happy with your results being happy with your outcomes being happy with the people you chose to be in your life because you make the decision god gives you that power to create your environment god gives you the the necessary attributes and the qualities to be able to be whatever it is you want but you have to want it and you have to know how to go get it and you have to increase in certain areas in life to be able to get it to even touch what success may be for you because everybody interprets success differently. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, we have to control things. We have to control all of it. Stop allowing your emotions to just be over the plate. Control your emotions. Control the things that you say out of your mouth. Watch what you say. You know, when you was growing up, they would say, you know, watch what you say out of your mouth. Be careful what you wish for. Right. You have to be consciously aware of that. Rob, you got to understand, when, when somebody says that, what they're actually saying is what you think, you become. Exactly. And if you be right, you, you understand? So if you continue to say something, well, I don't really need enough. I don't really need that much money. I don't really need this much. That's exactly what you're going to get. You're only going to get that much. Bare minimum. You know, you're not going to get above that. Do that make sense? It's all in your mind. It's all what you believe. It's all how you believe. You believe things that people torture. So now it's time for you to believe things that you can take from what where you were taught and increase in that. Not stay at the same place. Mm-hmm. Because the things you were taught is just an introduction to life. Now when you get a certain age, you know, let's just say 18 or over, you have to be able to control things. And you got to have faith in yourself. That's another point. You have to have faith in yourself. I mean, and I'm saying this with emphasis because the the importance of having faith in yourself is not just having faith in God, but you have to have faith that God gave you the full strength to be exactly what you want to be. 
to do exactly what you want to do. I'm smiling when I talk about this stuff because I'm really passionate about this. I've seen my life go through so many changes, up, down. I mean, never a straight trend. You know how you look at, like, a stock chart and you see, like, the lines, ups, the highs, right. the lows? Some people's lives are so chaotic that they have high, low, high, low, high, low, 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 high, high, low. You know, and it's like you have some money, then you broke again. <laughs> you have some money, then you broke again. Then you move up in success. And a lot of times we'll have a lot of success happening but still have chaotic environment. We'll have the six-figure income. That's the conversation we had today. Six figures this, six figures that. But with the six figures, multi-million dollar individuals at times, look at their mindset. Look at what's happening with them individually. Because when mm. you take the money off the table, are they actually increasing in their own personal development because that's what it's really about you know when we see gandhi um uh individuals like that that can go around the world and, and they're not really using money to help people to heal it has to be more something that they're connected to something that they can offer people that has nothing to do with income and if you as an individual begin to understand that your other self it's the thing that's pulling you away from becoming successful. It's all about how your mind works. You got to understand that the power of the mind, the subconscious mind, and the power of the conscious mind, everything works together. Right. Consciously, you're listening to what I'm saying, but you have the option to accept or reject the ideas that I'm saying to you right now and to those that's listening. They have that, they have that option. However, when you begin to understand that what you believe hits the subconscious mind, and that's what your body follows because it, it's called auto-suggestive, auto-suggestive behaviors. Let me say it that way so it's just easier to understand. Auto-suggestion represents an example. You wake up in the morning, wash your face, brush your teeth. You don't even think about it. You just know that that's what you do because that's what you've been programmed to do your whole life. So it's kind of easier to just do it that way. Wash up, take a shower, eat breakfast, you know, the steps. Right. But at the end of the day, how are we increasing what are you doing in between that time? I don't, I don't care if you're... Think about this here. When you're birthed into this world, you're 14, 15 years into this world, and most people would think, uh, you're 14, you're 15, you don't know about life. Well, you can't say what a 14, 15-year-old actually experienced, mm. especially growing up in the inner-city community. Mm. This is why you can see a young child and a juvenile... And mind you, keep in mind, I worked in these fields for 20-plus years, so mm. I know exactly what I'm talking about. Kids, adults, geriatric populations... I worked in hospitals, I worked in schools, I worked with, you know, behavioral children of all types, right. any type of spectrum you can name. Criminal psych, criminal psych, I mean, I'm talking about psychotic individuals. I've worked around it all. Still to this day, I'm in and out of the hospitals, giving my, you know, um, uh, my, my, you know, just giving out what I do. I like it. This right. is what I do. But I realize that you can't say a person that's younger don't understand. Because a lot of times, you'll have your own four or five-year-old child or nephew say something that's heavy and stumps you like wow he said right. something real heavy that had you speechless like this child is actually <laughs> who birthed her who birthed her like this you know people have knowledge and wisdom in so many different ways but when you get to a certain point in life you have to increase you have to increase you have to increase in income every year you have to you can't stay where you at things are getting expensive inflation happens all the time the problem is, let me say something about real estate when it connects to the mindset thing. People want to buy houses. People want to invest. But when your mindset is afraid because you hear the market is up, 
7% taxes, 7% interest rates. It, it, it makes it scary for mm. people to go in. And we're already afraid. We already have these natural built-in fears, okay? Especially in that our community we're when we're trying to buy a house, yes. Absolutely. You feel what I'm saying? So the reality is because we have natural built-in fears, we're talking fears that you don't even realize you have. You don't even realize you have them. But what was built into you through your parents and through their parents, See, they were fearful of the reality of their lives at those times in history. So the fear gets passed down because let's think about in our community back in the 60s, the 40s, the 50s, the stuff that they were getting, I mean, the things that were happening to them, you know, just from the, 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 the I'm talking about the reality of it. So we got to think about history. We cannot kick that out of the conversation. It cannot just be the mindset, the mindset. It has to be based on why are we here? Why is our mindset so corrupted and distorted? You see what I'm saying? It's not just let's sit down and talk about how do we get better? You know, you can give somebody therapy, but then they leave therapy and go back to the same environment. Did the therapy still help? Does it really help them? Because if you're going back to the same environment, nine times out of ten, you're going to resort back to the same behavioral pattern. And the problem is most of us never increase in environment first. We stay in the hood. And that's how we talk. We're from the hood. So the reality is you stay in the hood because your mind is there. Mm. And then when you make it out, you have this guilt. You have this guilt. That's why it's called survivor's remorse. Because oh, wow. it's kind of like, you see what I'm saying? The mindset is telling you that I feel guilty for being successful and leaving people behind. But it's wow. not your job to actually make them successful. That's true. It's not your job. It's their individual job to increase in personal potential and attractiveness for their lives. It is not your job to make somebody else successful. It's your job as a parent or as an adult to guide the youth. That's our job in that end, just the guidance. But it's up to them eventually to create their own world. It's up to them. If we, again, as teachers, we talk as parents, and I don't have children, but I always look at myself as a parent. Because I know that I teach a lot of kids. Mm. And these is our kids. These is our youth. This don't got nothing to do with me having a biological child or not. You know, I have a goddaughter that I've been helping over the years. I know how to raise a child now. I mean, we talking our community, we have kids. Right. So the, the reality is because we have kids, we all got to be a part of the growth and development of our children. Because the reality is it's about the children. It's about the youth. Look at all of the crime that's been going on. Look at how seriously criminal-minded these young children are today. What's happening? You see what I'm saying? And yeah. it's the mindset of the kids. It's also the mindset of the parents mm -hmm. that's having these children. Look, over the 20 years, Rob, over the last 20 years of me being in this field, what I realized is when I meet the parents, you meet why the children are like that. Mm. Mm. I'm going to say that again. When you meet the parents, you realize why the children are like that, why they behave the way they behave. Mm. Because most people don't want correction. We don't want to be corrected. This is why we argue. What you mean? Don't tell me what to do. No, I'm not oh, telling you what to do. Man. Nail on right. the head, Coach Isaac. A lot of parents <laughs> out there, the minute you try to say, hey, uh, your, you, your, your child just did this, your child just did that, why? and it's, and it's almost like, 
uh, why aren't you correcting their why aren't you correcting their actions you know they're not supposed to do that but you're not paying attention enough to know that that's going on and then you may discipline after or you may not or what i see the most is the parent saying why why are you telling me what to do about my child i'm their parent and da 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 it becomes a it, it what uh, making them aware becomes a really uncomfortable conversation on the return phase for a lot of people and now we become too silent in this nature and what are some things we can do to change that what are some things we can do to change uh, the nature of the silence like in our community yes mm-hmm. I, all right well give me like a second to kind of develop an idea of an answer for that because it's, it's, it's so many layers a lot to an answer like that because we're talking about history first history has damaged us so because history and we all seen it with our own eyes and that's the reality we keep trying to sweep our history of our community under the rug so we stop that we can't move forward because we have to be able to forget we have to know that forgiveness is first so if we're going to do something that has to do with how do we help the community and allow people to listen we can't be judgmental that's first mm-hmm. people can't feel like you're judging them People have to feel like you're actually helping them to increase or actually helping them to become aware. Because when you come at somebody with judgment, when you come at somebody with criticisms, you come at somebody with all of the negative stuff that you think about them, it becomes their fears begin to increase. You gotta understand, people have six basic, basic fears based on Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich. And I agree with the six basic fears amongst all of the other stuff. It's the fear of death, the fear of old age, the fear of ill health, the fear of poverty, the fear of criticism. See, the fear of criticism and the fear of loss of love is very important mm. because most people go through these things and don't even know they have it within. We have to teach people or begin to teach our children. First of all, the children have to be taught differently because these kids today, they're not going to be like how we were in our generation where we like the cookie-cutter generation. Do this, do that, do this, do that. These kids today are more creative. They're more open-minded to ideas, but we have to offer them something that they want to pay attention to. And to help them with their mindset, the parents have to be a part, more a part of what these kids are doing and how things are evolving. So in order for our community to begin to listen, we have to start with the parents. We kind of have to start, and it's going to be hard. It's not something that can happen overnight because right. it's more or less an individual house-to-house thing as mm-hmm. opposed to a group think thing. Because... As a group, it's hard for us to kind of coexist together like that when we go through so many different traumas, so many different outcomes, experiences. Um, so we have to begin to talk and talk about things that if we need to cry, to cry, cry together, let's cry together. Mm-hmm. And I mean that honestly. If you need to cry, cry. If you need to talk to me, talk to me. Get it out. Get, out, get it out so you can forgive anyone and anything in the universe so you can move forward. Because you can't change the past. See, you hold on to this stuff and not realize you're going through generation after generation, relation after relation after relation, and passing it down, passing it down, and never getting a good outcome of a relationship, a good outcome of a long-term friendship or business or anything. Things in chaotic because our minds, we have to shift our minds first. It's so hard, but the reality is 
you know, to say like one answer, it's not like really one answer. It's a collective thing that needs to happen. We need to be able to talk about the things that hurt, the things that's painful. That's what we hide too much of at times because in our community, we get told to suck it up, especially as men, especially as men. Suck it up, pull it together, stop crying. When you never really have that time to be vulnerable and actually experience that time of release. That's what crying helps. Crying helps to cleanse the soul, cleanse the mind. You need that sometimes. You need to just cry, you know, like some days. Like sometimes you just need to cry and not be overly tough and not be overly tough about what needs to happen. Be emotional. It's okay. It's okay to be sad. It's it's okay to be unhappy at times. But the result is you want to be happy. You want to reach for that. You want to reach for the stars. You want to make sure you actually building yourself up every single day of the week so you can see the results. I've seen the results for my life, and people around me are seeing it. See, and the reality is whether they actually say it out their mouth or not, that they're proud, I see that they're proud. I see that they want to be a part of. I see it. I see how many people listen to me. I see that the impact that I bring to the world. I know that my mission in life is greater than where I'm at today. I know that what I can bring to the world can help so many people. And I know that I know that, so I stand in that now. I'm confident in that. Where I had self-esteem issues, I had a lack of confidence for years, mm-hmm. especially with weight and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. You know how I go, man, you just have right. these personal inferiority complexes. We have to be able to um, um, be honest with ourselves and just be open to getting better, you know, and not and not staying in that mindset that we grew up in. See, and that's the part that's a damaging for a lot of us. It's not going outside of the box. Let's just say you have a circumference of square. Most people stay within that their whole lives. Mm-hmm. And when you begin to step out of that box, you get judged, you get ridiculed, you get criticized by the people that don't understand that you have to expand outside of this box. I need something more. I need to increase. I need things. I want to do stuff. I want to go places. And that's why when you get to that point, especially when you're young, you don't know how to interpret that. You start stealing. You start robbing. You start going out in the street, selling your body, selling drugs, doing things that's inappropriate you know, risking your freedom, you know, because we're not offered the stuff that we need at home. We need to build kids up immediately when they're born with confidence and influence and self-esteem and all of the things that's positive, happy environments, happy outcomes, every, all the time. Kids need to see that and they need to feel that and they'll grow up that way and want the same for themselves, you know, so it's just a generation of things that needs to happen, but it can't happen overnight. But, you know, if we as a collectively can come together and, you know what I mean? Just work together in whatever way we could. I think that uh, most of us are beginning to. Because we, we get in there. If you see it, our community is beginning to, like, increase in a lot of different ways. Businesses and, you know, different outcomes, multi-millionaires, billionaires. Like, you, you can see it today. So we do have some good examples in front of us to model. But now we just have to be able to do it for ourselves, you know, and not just look at what those people are doing. Now do it for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. yourself. And um, just r- real quick, while we have uh, two two minutes left, what would be the final okay. thought to take for everybody to take into this week in mindset? Hmm. Uh, the the final thought. Wow. Face your fear. Face your fear, and practice forgiveness because God is forever forgiven. You know, and if you believe in God or you don't, you got to understand that you are God and God is forgiveness, and so forgive but also face your fears. Because if you don't face your fears, you're gonna stay stagnant and you're not gonna move forward, whatever that is. Face your fears so you can get going, start that business, 
start the idea, write the book, whatever it is. Get over that hump. Get over that hump of fears. Get over that and face them. Because the only way you can get through it is by going through it. You can't go around it. So, yes. I mean, you know, I would just say face your fears and, and really take your life serious because it is. Absolutely. And where can we find you, follow you, and connect with Motivational Healer Lifestyle Brand Incorporated? Yeah, well, right now I'm going through a rebranding with everything, but right now you can just connect with me on Instagram at Isaac Abraham Mindset. I'm going to say that again, at Isaac Abraham Mindset on Instagram. Um, you can definitely connect with me on there, you know, if you want to chop it up or whatever, we can get in contact with each other. And if you're in the Philadelphia area, Pennsylvania area, you need help buying and selling a piece of real estate, give me a call. Hey. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> hey, look, look. If I if I'm, if I move back to Philadelphia, I'm coming to you. All right, so you, you, you look for my call, hey, <laughs> Coach absolutely, Isaac. Man. If you do come, I got you, man. Yeah, absolutely, you I already know. Yes, sir. <laughs> Coach Isaac, thank you very much for another powerful Mindset Monday Summer Series. We're going to catch you very, very soon. All right. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. I appreciate it. Absolutely. We appreciate you. Take care.